0: Hey, this is Carleone,
1: and this is Logan,
0: and you're listening to The Manifest,
1: and this is our newest
0: episode. What's going on, everybody? This is Carleone, and you're listening to The Manifest Podcast. Today, uh, we're going to do something different. Today is going to be, I guess, a little bit of an update. Let you guys know where everything's at, what we're doing. And then also uh, we're going to be doing the first part of our three part series, uh, which is called. um, And I forget what it's called already. It's called excuses not to pray. And this is actually the first part of this is basically a devotion that I wrote myself. The next two parts will be with guests who I think are. Uh, extremely knowledgeable about prayer, and that can definitely help us uh, as listeners and just in general uh, understand prayer. So, first thing I want to say is welcome back. This is, uh, actually one second. Okay, now we're good. This is season three, uh, episode one. Uh, we have been going on going on on this podcast for about a year, and some change. Um, Logan is not able to be here, but today you got me, Carl. I'm going to sort of walk you guys through um, sort of our our mindset and our vision for the podcast for the upcoming season. What we plan to do. I know last podcast we had already mentioned a lot of the things that we wanted to do and a lot of the things that we had already, you know, were planning. Uh, Some things change. Some things remain the same. So, uh, basically, bear with me as we, as we discuss what's going on. So, basically, the way we have it set up right now is that every few, it's not every few, I guess every six months around that range, there's going to be a new season. We're going to do this new season stuff because we feel like, uh, you know, it, doing, doing season almost kind of like a TV show or whatever gives you sort of a chance to get a break. And then it also sort of gives you a chance to revitalize and get yourself back uh, motivated and inspired to do what you wanted to do. And that has been the subject of a lot of things that we have been or a lot of times we've talked about this on the podcast. You know, that sense of monotony and just being very, uh, very uh, 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 ritualistic and and so part of a routine, you begin to get uninspired. And so. Uh in order to not to, to, to fall into that trap less, uh we're gonna break uh this podcast up into seasons. So every six months, five or six months, we will be doing a break. That break will probably last around a month, maybe. And then after the break we'll get right back into the next following season. These seasons also will be corresponding with um a lot of our content as far as like the stuff that goes on YouTube. Obviously, and then also the merchandise. Actually, right now, today, as of the other day, you can actually purchase uh, Manifest Podcast gear right now. We're selling T-shirts and sweatshirts online. What you want to do is you want to go to the Manifest Podcast Instagram Instagram page, and you want to click on the link in the bio. And in the bio, you'll be able to click uh, and and find the website where, where we are hosting the uh, the sweatshirts, and then soon after that. Um, we haven't decided what, if it'll be this season or next season uh, we will release um, hats like dad hats and then maybe some snapbacks I've actually heard people I thought that dad hats would be the only thing people will want but apparently uh, a lot of people really like the idea of snapbacks or things like that so we'll decide more of that as we go um, so merchandise will be released periodically and they may or may not I'm hoping they will correspond with the seasons of the podcast. So when this season started, which was the other day, uh, on February 1st, uh, merchandise dropped, and now obviously a podcast is dropping. So they're going to try and correspond with each other. Um, and they may have a theme. Um, we don't exactly have a theme uh, for the third season. I-, I-, I know you guys have started to notice the season thing, and we haven't really done a great job of explaining it, but that's why we're doing it today. Um, it just helps... Um, Gives us a break, gives the, the staff and the people who volunteer to help us a break. That way they can recalibrate and recharge and get themselves back into, uh, you know, working order. So with that being said, I know I mentioned the merchandise. Please go cop some of that. It's going to be some really cool stuff. And then soon you're going to see me and Logan and maybe a couple of team members modeling. Um, not really modeling cause we're not models, <laughs> but you're going to see us wearing that gear at the events that we go to. Also, we're going to have a pop-up booth at SoCal hyphen relaunch, which is going to be on March 21st. Uh, and it's gonna, actually going to be at my church which is going to, which is in Colton. If you want the address, go to the manifest page or go to one of our personal pages, and then you'll see some stuff about us having a pop-up or you can just DM me or Logan directly. Obviously me at actually, I changed my Instagram name. That's something that that's actually different since the last time we spoke. My Instagram handle is now at the Uncle Carl. or obviously, you can find me at Carly Young Wilson. Uh, but the Uncle Carl is my new Instagram name. Logan is still Luricle. Um And then. So, yeah. And the podcast is obviously still at the Manifest podcast. So go on those uh, what go on those pages and then either DM us to find out more information or you could probably see stuff on the story and on the page. Um, I think that that wraps up most of our announcements, obviously be on the lookout for YouTube videos. Uh, we're going to start recording those and as we are now, and then we're going to release those. Uh, we're starting, we're going to start getting on a good schedule. We're going to start releasing those. Um, I would say, so the podcast comes out, if the podcast comes out on Wednesday, you will probably get, you will probably get the YouTube, uh, video by uh, Friday. So we're going to do a two day offset. Um, it's difficult because I'm the only one editing, uh, these videos and I've got so much going on. Um, if you're a videographer and you want to volunteer to help, if you want to help us out, if you want to try to sort of make that burden on me a little bit easier, hit me up, uh, text me or call me or Instagram. me. You guys know my information, most of you. Um, so that way we can sort of, uh, do the videos more efficiently. Um, I've, I've been learning a lot about video editing just in the ways of becoming a podcaster um, and translating over to YouTube. Also, I work in a audio and, vi- and video lab, um, a psychology lab where I've been learning a lot about that as well. So definitely am getting better at it, but always want to get better and more efficient. So if anyone has any advice or tips, actually, that would be super helpful. So. I think that concludes for uh, most of our announcements. Be on the lookout for new episodes every single Wednesday at 7 p.m., whether it's just me or whether it's me and Logan or Logan and a guest or me and a guest. Um, And actually, uh, we're going to start trying to mix it up with a lot of guests and then um, a lot of just me by myself uh, going forward. Um, So don't be, you know, surprised if you don't hear Logan for a while or if you don't hear. Uh, a guest for a while. We're gonna mix it up. We're really gonna mix it up and see where this goes. So we hope you guys are <clears throat> excited about uh, season three, like we are. Excuse me, getting some water there. <clears throat> yeah, we hope you guys are excited about season three, like we are. Uh, we're ready to get. This is a new year. Uh, we want to do bigger, better things. Um, there's still this really, really big announcement that I want to tell you guys about, but. The details have not been worked out um, yet, so we can't exactly tell you what's going on because I don't want anyone to expect it and it doesn't happen or something happens and something goes wrong, so until it's completely confirmed, um, I don't want to release that big announcement yet, but be on the lookout for a really big announcement. Uh, Put it like this, Um, there might be an event in March and there might be an a couple of events Over the summer. Uh, So that's all I can say for now. Just be on the lookout for that. And then obviously, can you guys be in prayer for us, uh, for the podcast, for me and Logan individually as well, Uh, just so that we can keep this thing going in the direction that we want to go. But yeah, I hope everyone is having a great week, a great day. Uh, God is good. Um, We're in February now. Uh, Today is February 5th, I think. Yes, February 5th. And um, we're super happy, super excited to be able to carry this podcast into the new year and to keep it going. Um, let's jump into our topic. Um, I won't be before you guys long. No, just kidding. Uh, well, I'm not kidding in the fact that I won't be before, before you guys long. But I know that's a super antiquated antiquated uh, preacher saying. But um, uh, today we're gonna talk about prayer. This is gonna be the first part of our three part series entitled um. How did you forget the title? Entitled, Excuses Not to Pray. Uh, I was inspired by, I guess, how can I, I was inspired by something that I was going through uh, myself personally um, a few months back. And it basically put me in a position to, I guess, to understand um, how important, or To understand more how important prayer is and how important prayer is to um not just for you but for your family, for your friends, and for those that depend on you and so the most important thing that I can say from my experience over the last couple of weeks or months is that um prayer is not something that you can put to the side or you know try and find a reasonable and uh a reasonable and uh, efficient way to do it and sometimes you just got to do it um i think the reason why i say that is because um prayer is, is really like a it's a two-way conversation you know um and even with your with your friends and with your family you find yourselves a lot of times w- with the busy schedules that we have and the super busy lives that we lead sometimes you find yourself not being able to talk to your significant other or your best friend or your your coworker um as often as you would like to, and so what do you do um if you're i mean obviously if you're a mature person who cares about their friends and understands the value of your friendship and you know the value of communication, what you do is you make time, and so that's the most important thing most important thing I would say is to make time um it is a two way conversation you know we can't con- we can't constantly be expecting god to con- Continually talk to us and talk to us and there's no reciprocation. Um, that would be a one way conversation. And that's not how prayer works. That's not how conversation works, that's not how communication works. And so, um, you know, Billy Graham once said, Every man and woman whose life has counted for the church and the kingdom of God has been a person of prayer. You cannot afford to be too busy to pray. And so the, the opposite end of that is the people whose lives have not counted for the church and for the kingdom of God has been a person that does not pray. Um, you know, you cannot get through life um, and you cannot make it to heaven um, without prayer. It It's very, e- it's it's actually a very easy concept to understand, but, you know, understanding it and applying it are two different things. I mean, there is a point where they do bridge, you know, the more you understand something and you understand the value of it and the importance of it, uh, that sort of propels you into action and to application. Um, but there is, there is that line, but I think that a lot of people are, maybe that's such a deep, a deeper understanding, uh, that people have not been able to cross. And even me, um, not, not being able to cross that threshold into, between application and understanding. And so that's kind of what we are going to talk about in the parts 2 and 3 of the uh of the series. But so for now I just want to sort of introduce the subject and get us all to understand um exactly uh what prayer is and and how it works and and, and the things that uh that are important about prayer to me um and things that I found out. Um so <clears throat> um the reality is that A Christian who lacks prayer is a Christian um, who quite frankly lacks power. Um, Like I just said, you you can't, you can't, you can't possibly uh, rationalize not being a prayerful person and also getting into heaven. It just, those two just don't correlate. They're just like very, like, it's almost like a thing where because of this, this has to happen. Or because this happens, this also happens. And so... Uh, And that's how prayer uh, really is. It's like, you know, you can't quite get to get to your destination without using the vehicle of that, uh, you know, using a vehicle to get to that destination. And that vehicle is your relationship with God. That's what gets you to heaven. That's what gets you to be living a life that's fulfilling unto God. And so communicating, praying with and praying are the things that, you know, that grow your relationship with God that help you to understand and become more in tune and more in touch with God. And so when I say a Christian who lacks power is a Christian who lacks, I mean, a Christian who lacks prayer is a Christian who lacks power. That's exactly right. Um, you can't expect to tap into that source of power unless you're talking to God, unless you're communicating with God. Uh, there's a certain, I mean, there's a certain, there's a certain power that you can only tap into when you're in the throne room and, and, and you've, made a, you've made a room for God in your life um you know a uh, pastor or um um not pastor uh well i guess technically he's associate pastor uh brother frankie taylor at, at my church uh preached a few weeks ago on making a room um for for god and for his promises and so he brought up the story in the bible of the woman who made a room um for god in her house and um, you know, one of the things that she was promised by God, basically, um, you know, was uh, was a child and she got that child. Um, and so, you know, the whole point of it was like, you, you've got to make room for God in your life and in your house, because if you if you don't do that, he can't quite operate the way he could. But he I'll put it like this. He won't operate the way he needs to if there's not room for him.
1: And that applies to your life and your heart, basically.
0: Um, I remember growing up, it was, uh, I think it was Brother, I forget who was the speaker. It was either Brother Court Chavis or Donnie Sharon. Um, and so they had this message at one of our youth events. This is back in Missouri, years and years ago, probably about 15 years ago, something like that. No, probably not 15, probably about 10 years. I was a teenager, like 13, 14, whatever it is. And uh, he basically spoke on, you know, uh, the intents of the heart and uh, what's in the heart. And he had this, you know, those box of chocolates uh, that you get that are shaped in a heart, whatever. And so he had one of those and he had inside of it this black cloth. And this black cloth was supposed to represent the things that are not of God. And so he used that and he uh, when he opened up the box um, all there was, was blackness in it, this dark, uh, material, um, that represented things that are not of God, and if you pressed all that stuff into there, you would notice that really nothing else could fit, just because of how much room, um, that things that are not of God took, and so, you know, the God cannot, he literally can't abide by where there is things not of him and there is darkness and there is sin and there's things like that. Uh, It's like God is like, you know, something that would be like hydrophobic, Um, you know, things that like uh, something that's like waterproof, whatever, you know, God is that thing and the waters is rolling off of because they they don't quite combine sin and and darkness and, and evil don't don't combine with God. And so that's basically the the basis of that of that you know, that story is like if you have things in your life that are not of God they may be small in your eyes but the reality is they're going to take up your whole life because God cannot abide where there are things like that in your life and so i just um i just thought that that really struck me as a young as a young man that really struck me about the things that um that I was dealing with at the time, the things that even to this day, you know, I deal with. Um, and you, you got to understand that the only way to to really get into a place where you can get those things out of your heart is for one to be in, in his word, to be reading your Bible and to be also praying. And so you, you can't move from that space and get out of that, that those things that are hindering you, unless you're in communication with God, you know, uh, you want to talk to God and you want him to talk back. And the only way he can talk back to you is if you first talk to him. So that's important. That's the most important stuff about um, about prayer and understanding how it fits into your life and, and how you should go about making sure that you do pray because what happens is you get stuck in certain things. And the only thing, there are some things you can't solve but by prayer. And so, I mean, the other the other part of that is like, You know, going back to that stuff that's you know uh, not of God. It's like sometimes we think that we aren't qualified, or you know we lack the ability to pray or to pray well. That's why we let just let those things fester and let those things grow in our hearts and in our minds and our lives. And sometimes we think prayer is a gift that only some believers have, or that some believers have more than others. And obviously, there are some times where there are people who specifically have uh, uh, who have a, a spirit about them that maybe qualifies him as prayer warrior. But the reality is anyone can be a prayer warrior. Um, if, you, if you wanted to, <laughs> if you really wanted to, you could be a prayer warrior. You could be that lady at your church that is talking in tongues the whole service or rolling over the floor or, or uh, you know, speaking in tongues at the drop of the hat or crying at the drop of a hat in your car on your way to work. You could be that person if you wanted to. And that is the real difference between this stuff. I mean, the real difference between being a prayer warrior and not is your desire. Um, do you desire to be that? Do you desire to communicate with God? Do you desire to have a relationship with him? And if you do, there are obvious steps that you need to take to put yourself in a position. <laughs> um, I mean, it's true that there are some people who are just simply more interested in prayer than others. But like most things, you know, that's something that you have to work at. You know, uh, you don't you know most people I guess there are some people who are just naturally gifted, but most people on this planet, out of the billions of us that are, most of us aren't just naturally gifted at things we have to work at things um I wasn't always a great speaker, I wasn't always a great orator orator um and i'm not, i'm i let me stop I'm, I won't even say that I am now, but I have much improved since the beginning, and the reason why is because I worked at that I noticed. You know, there's certain things in my life that I wanted to improve on. And I worked at them because I knew they were going to be important for me uh, one day. And so speaking was one of them. Um, you know, give credit to my dad and my family. Uh, you know, we all are, are pretty good speakers. We, we do it um, because we like it. We like to talk, we like to listen, we like to be a part of conversation. And so uh, that's something that we worked on as a family. Um, that I saw and I drew from my family, from my dad, from my mom, Um, and you you don't have to be extremely educated to be a great speaker, Um, educated in the traditional sense of going to a university and getting a degree, but you can be educated and knowledgeable about about your word, and knowledgeable about life, Um, and so those are the things that, you know, give you credibility, is knowledge, but not the, not always the knowledge that comes from books or comes from being in a classroom. Um, and although I'm not preaching as that, cause you guys all know I have a I have a degree and I'm going to get another one. I applied for grad school last week, but there are some things that you just can't learn um, by sitting in the classroom um, and by taking a test. So that's my thoughts on that. Um, you know, like most things, like I said earlier that you have to work at it. I mean, God wants you know prayer to be a top priority uh, for you, because that is that is his main and direct source of of influence on your life, and vice versa. You know, if you want to get a hold of God, what do you do? You pray. If you want God to move or to change something in your life, what do you do? You pray. Um, if you want to magnify God, I mean, there are ways to magnify God in your very life, in your very existence. That's fine. But then there are some times where you just have to worship him um, and that becomes a part of your prayer. Um, I think. Sometimes prayer becomes. Such a ritualistic thing that you begin to lose focus on what it really means to you and how it can change your life and how it can mold your life. You know, uh just a moment of personal testimony um I think I sort of lost sight of that um up until recently the the power of prayer and the point of prayer and not just the you know prayer before bed and the the prayer uh after you eat or i mean before you eat or whatever, but I think the the really really important stuff is like uh you know when you're at church or when you're in, uh, when you're at home alone or wherever you are and you're praying and there's no one to pray for you. It's just you and God. And those are the most important moments that you can really begin to solidify your relationship with God. For example, um, you know, like I said, some part of my own personal testimony, um, a few weeks ago, uh, I was at church and I was praying, I was in the back I started working with uh, media and camera stuff uh, a few months ago. And so I'm back there in the booth. For some reason, I decided to go off in the booth and sit in the right back. I was still keeping an eye on the camera and stuff and still watching it and still make sure everything was good because I could do it with, uh, uh, with my phone. And so I sat in the back, and this was during worship service. And I just felt the spirit really, really heavy. And I began to pray and I began to just sort of talk to God. And this is, I mean, this is at the very beginning, you know, not even like really deep into it. But then all of a sudden the tears begin to come. And if you know anything about me, once they come, they come. I mean, there's no stopping them. Uh, and I tried to. <laughs> I really did because I, I I, had a job to do. I was, I had something that I was focused on for church. And there's nothing wrong with that. And that's a topic for another day. I was finding that balance between doing your due diligence and doing your duty for the church of God, I mean, for the church, because sometimes people can use that as an excuse. Oh, I'm doing this for the church. Oh, I'm doing this for the church. But what are you doing for God, you know? And, and, and how is it really, and, and how are you really able to make that connection outside of just doing things? Of course, God wants us to be involved. Of course, your pastor wants you to be involved. Um, but you can't not pray. You can't not go to the altar because you're doing something. Uh, you can't not foster a relationship with God because you're doing something for the church. That's just not how it works. Obviously, you can be edified and you can get some, you know, blessing and satisfaction out of the things you do for church. That's great. But you still need to come to an altar. You still need to come to a place of prayer. Um, and whenever you can find time to do that, you need to do that. Instead of saying, oh, I worked at the church three times this week. That should cover me. It doesn't. It only gets you so so far, and it only gets you so far because those are things that you're actually required to do, you know. And once you don't meet the threshold of required things, that's when you start to run into problem. You know, being a steward of your time is a requirement. Being a st- good steward uh, uh, of your time is a requirement because uh, you know there are things that you're supposed to be doing in the church to help the church and further it. But then there's also your personal relationship with God. So. But that's, you know, like I said, a subject for another day. Back to my original point. My original point was, um, I'm sitting there, I'm praying, tears begin to come. I'm praying, everything's, you know, I'm just sort of really feeling it. And I begin to get to a point where I wasn't saying a whole lot. I was just sitting there meditating and, you know, sitting in the spirit. The song is still going. Um, this is the first set of worship. The song is still going. And it begins to get to this long part. And um, I started to just really, like I said, really feel it. I'm crying. I'm praying. Like I said, sort of come to a little bit of a halt. My words, really. And I'm thinking in my head. Uh, it's been about at this point, probably been about two, three, four, five minutes around that time. Probably about five minutes. And I'm praying and I'm crying. And you know, normally when people start crying, you go over and you pray for. Them. And um, I started, like I said, I was crying and I had this had this thought. I don't know why, but I had this thought. Um, I will get into another level of worship and a deeper level of prayer when someone comes and prays for me. And I feel like sometimes we use it as as an excuse um, or as a bit of a crutch, I would say. Um, I was waiting for someone to come activate me, basically. To come push me into another threshold, push me into another level, uh, because they were praying for me, and
1: no one came. And I just sat there,
0: got really quiet, just just, you know, crying and and thinking, and, and I'm having all these thoughts about, and it starts started to to degenerate into, why is no one coming to pray for me? um as i began to get further into this moment of it was just me you know and i and i kid you not i told this story as i i actually did this devotion um a few weeks ago at our first hyphen uh section 2 prayer and coffee meeting uh you guys should come to that it's going to be the third week uh it's going to be the third sunday of every month um <clears throat> and then the schedule we posted on Either the section two hyphen page or the hyphen page itself. Or if you have questions, DM me, ask me. But anyway, I, so I did this devotion there. And I promise you, while I'm praying, this is the first time in my life I've ever been living on this earth for 24 years. First time in my life I ever heard the audible voice of God. I just, it was like this. I just had the moment and the thought of me saying, why is no one coming to pray for me? And then a moment later, God answered me. Well, the voice is audible. <laughs> just thinking about it now. Well, the voice is audible as you're hearing my words. He said, Well, I, like I said, I said, um, No one's coming to pray for me. No one's coming to pray for me. Why is no one going to pray for me? And then right before that, I said, I just me talking to myself. I said, It's just you and me, God. And I kid you not. Moments later, an audible voice said to me, that's exactly how it should
1: be. Just you and me.
0: And that was a moment. That was a moment where I realized that the way I'd been thinking about prayer and communication with God was wrong. It was at that moment I realized that at the end of the day, You're praying because, before this, obviously, I'm praying because I felt like I needed to because it was a responsibility. And all that is true. But when you begin to let that affect the genuineness and the, the hunger and the passion, when you begin to let those things fade away because it's a responsibility and you begin to feel uninspired because it's a responsibility, that's when you need to change your mindset. And that's when you're in in a dangerous place. And I was in a dangerous place. And so when I finally had that moment and I began to realize that prayer is not just about doing it because I have to. It's about doing it because I want to. And like I was saying earlier, the very thing that separates someone becoming a prayer warrior and someone not is their desire and their
1: want to. And so...
0: I think that perhaps one of the most I'd say perhaps one of the most important things to understand about prayer is prayer itself if you ask God to make prayer a priority in your life how do you think he will respond of course he's going to say yes but God can only meet you halfway and then you've got to come the other half um, that one and that desire gets you and puts you in a position to be a prayer warrior to be effective for the kingdom of God to, 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 to lead a life of fulfillment under God that puts you in a position and then God does his part um
1: I said a lot um but, but I meant
0: it um Sort of give you guys my, my own personal test, my own personal, personal journey with prayer. Um, I don't know who that was for or who that, you know, was supposed to hear that. But I hope that you do. And I hope that you understand where I'm coming from. And I hope that you find um, a moment like I had. And you begin to realize that prayer is not just a responsibility. But it's something that you should desire and want and have a passion for. Um, Don't you desire to talk to your friends? Don't you desire to talk to your significant other, your spouse, your wife, your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it is? You desire to talk to these people. And when you can't talk to them, you make time. Because if you don't, you're going to lose them. If you don't, they'll feel a certain type of way. and, And after a while, that turns into discontent. That turns into malicious thoughts. That turns into envy. That turns into whatever it is. And then you lose that person. And it's very, very hard to gain someone's trust back whenever you lose their trust for the first time. Very, very hard. Trust me, I know. And so not to try and compare our our worldly relationships to um, our godly one, but there are some parallels. And uh, the way you think talking to your wife every day is important. The way you think talking to your boyfriend every day is important the way you think talking to your best friend as often as you can is important. That's the same way you should treat God. Because at the end of the day, you love your husband, you love your boyfriend, uh, you love your wife, you love your friends, you love your family, you love your mom and your dad. But the person who will never leave you nor forsake you or ever, ever, ever put you in a position uh,
1: uh, of, of, put you in a bad position really
0: is God. And so God's here and then there's everything else. I mean obviously there's a bit more right there, but if you just look at it, God is here at the very top and then there's everything else. Um so how more important should you consider your relationship with God than you do your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your spouse? That's the way I would look at it. If you don't have any of those people in your life, think about the most important in your life. Think about the most important thing in your life. How much attention how much communication? How much of all of this and that do you put in that most important thing in your life, besides God? And then you should double, triple, quadruple that amount for what you put into God in your relationship, because your wife can't send you to heaven. Your boyfriend can't send you to heaven. Your best friend can't help you get into heaven. You know, uh, only God can. So
1: uh,
0: I want to thank you guys for listening. This has been. The manifest podcast. Um, obviously follow me at, at almost said at Furious Carl, but it's at the Uncle Carl. Uh follow Logan at Lorco. Um, uh, you can also follow the page, the manifest page at the manifest podcast. Um, we still have the giveaway going, guys. Come on, man. Like <laughs> we want to give y'all a free $50. Free $50. You don't have to pay us, you don't have to do anything really. All you gotta do is get people to follow the page, and when you do that. You'll be entered in for a chance to win a $50 gift card to Amazon. Basically, you can get whatever you want. Um, right now, I'm not on, actually, I'm not on social media, but I'm going to double check to see where we are with followers. We're at 175. We are 25 followers away from 200, which will give us the uh, the minimum to give away that gift card. So do what you can. Get people to follow us, get people to to look at the page and and, uh, you know, interact. And that way we can still keep this thing going. Um, also, go to the page, go to the page and click the link in the bio. Buy some merchandise, guys. Uh, this funds uh, us being able to do more creative things with the podcast. Oh, I did want to. Should I tell? Them? Yeah, I'll tell you guys. I'll, t- I'll tell you guys. Um, This funds special projects like the one that we're going to do, which is going to be like a version of uh, Hot Ones, where we're gonna interview someone in a podcast setting, uh, and then also videotape it. And we're gonna do Hot Ones Challenge, where we do five or six levels of uh, some some of the hottest hot sauce with wings. And um, we won't have any vegans on because I don't want to eat uh, plant-based wings. I'm good on that. No disrespect to vegans. Uh, we can do something else with you. We can do hot chips or something. But I'm not gonna do no vegan wings. Um, anyway. So, uh, you know, whenever you guys buy merchandise or you guys donate to the podcast or you even add listens to the podcast, it helps us bring in revenue so we can do cool projects like that for you guys. And also that huge announcement that I was telling you guys about, it funds all that stuff. So if you can go on the podcast website and purchase some merch, donate, whatever you can go to the YouTube page um, at the manifest podcast, listen, to, I mean, watch some podcasts and all of that helps us. Uh, bring you guys better content next time so thank you guys for listening this is Carl and I'm out uh, and that was a manifest thank you for listening to our podcast if you like what you heard please consider rating and sharing with friends